You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. Poodle, what are you doing? Hacking. With what are you hacking today, Poodle? Rubber duck. Using USB rubber ducky to hack into networks, are you? Yes. Are you a good or bad Poodle? Bad Poodle. Why are you a bad Poodle? Only bad Poodle can hack. No good Poodles. In this video, I'm gonna show you how to set up the Hack5 USB rubber ducky. In a previous video, which I've linked here and below, I showed you how to use the USB rubber ducky to set up a reverse shell and take control of a computer. But in this video, I'm gonna show you all the steps to get the rubber ducky working, basically to allow it to run PowerShell scripts if necessary, how to set up a web server using Python on a Kali Linux virtual machine. I'll show you how to run Netcat basically show you all the steps from beginning to end to make this work. But rather than showing you all the advanced stuff from the beginning, I'm gonna start with the very basics. I'll show you step by step how to get a USB rubber ducky to do things on Windows. Now please note this doesn't just apply to Windows. You could also use scripts on Linux or on Mac OS. You create scripts for a specific operating system and a specific attack. So if you were trying to attack a Mac operating system, you would create scripts for a Mac operating system. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Never plug in some unknown USB thumb drive into your computer because it could be an attack like this. Unfortunately, a lot of people plug these in. You should never plug in some unknown thumb drive. The USB rubber ducky has been around for years. Hack5 has created more products. There are additional products such as the OMG cable, which I demonstrated in this video, that take this a step further. But the language used on the USB rubber ducky is the same on a lot of other products. So it's well worth learning how to set up these scripts, how to make things work using the rubber ducky language. Now Hack5 sells this book, which you can purchase separately if you wanna learn how to use the USB rubber ducky. I wouldn't do that even though in this book, they give you the commands and examples to use the USB rubber ducky. The reason I say that is you can get the documentation online. So on the Hack5 website, and I'll put a link to this documentation below this video, you can learn about the USB rubber ducky language. So as an example, these three lines of code will work as if you had pressed the Windows Start key and R, and then you can run a command such as CMD and then press enter. Basically, the USB rubber ducky pretends to be a keyboard. So any keystrokes that you would send using a physical keyboard can be replicated using the USB rubber ducky. It just allows you to send the keystrokes very, very quickly to the computer rather than trying to manually type them. Now, the most important components that you'll get are firstly, obviously, the USB rubber ducky. So USB rubber ducky over here, we've got the micro SD card. We're gonna write the payloads to the micro SD card. And to do that, I've got this thumb drive. 
So basically the steps are firstly, you have to write a script, then you have to compile that script. You have to save the script onto the micro SD card using the thumb drive as an example. Then you got to insert it into the USB rubber ducky and inject that into a computer. So I'll show you all those steps right now. First step is to create the script and then compile it. Now for this demonstration, I'm gonna do everything on this Windows laptop because most people use Windows. You could use Linux, you could use a Mac if you prefer. Okay, so first thing I need to do is decide what type of script I'm gonna create. I've put a whole bunch of scripts on my GitHub page. So if you go to GitHub forward slash David Bumble, look at hack five, I've put a whole bunch of scripts here that could be used for the OMG cable or for the rubber ducky. So this first script, a very basic script, starts notepad. Rem is comments. You can look on the Hack5 website for the rubber ducky script command reference. They'll give you a whole bunch of commands that you could use on various devices that they create, such as Bash Bunny, Key Croc, OMG cable and rubber ducky. So I'm just gonna explain the basics. You can see all the commands on the Hack5 website. Darren from Hack5 has also created a whole bunch of payloads that you can download. So there's a whole bunch of payloads out there. You probably need to play around with them and edit them to make them useful for what you wanna do. But in my example, I'm gonna start with a very basic notepad script. We're gonna start with adding a delay. We wanna make sure that the USB Thumb drive is recognized, keyboard is initialized, and we can send commands to the Windows device. This command basically means press the Windows key and R. So Windows key and R, that allows us to run a command. We've got a short delay, and then the string that we're gonna run is notepad.exe. So that's basically me typing notepad.exe. In this example, I'm controlling this Windows laptop using VNC, it just makes it easier so that I can use the keyboard in front of me rather than trying to type like this. But basically, what we've done here is we've told the script to type notepad.exe and then to press enter. So I'll press enter and notice notepad runs. We've got a delay of one second. And then we're typing a string that says you have been hacked. So rather than me manually typing that, we're going to script the application to do that. So again, I'm gonna do all of these steps on the Windows laptop. So I've gone to GitHub forward slash David Bumble. I'll go to hack five and I'll select this notepad script and I'll copy that. And then I'm gonna to go to a website called ducktoolkit.com. There are multiple ways of encoding or compiling your script. And this is probably the easiest way to do it. So I'm gonna to go to encoder and I'm gonna paste the script here. So there's my script. I need to select the keyboard that I'm using. The keystrokes vary depending on the keyboard that you're using. So in this example, I'm using a United States keyboard. If you're using a different type of language, then select the correct language or keyboard that you're using because the keystrokes will vary depending on the keyboard. So sometimes some scripts won't work. Click in code. 
We're told that we should only use this for network auditing and security analysis purposes. Basically, don't do bad things with this software. I'm gonna click OK, and then I'm gonna click download inject.bin and download duckycode.txt. Duckycode.txt is just our original script, and then the inject.bin file is the actual compiled or encoded attack that we're gonna run. So what I need to do now is take the SD card and put it into this thumb drive and put that into the computer. I'm not gonna scan the drive. All I'm gonna do is copy the inject.bin file and paste that onto the USB drive. Now I have got a folder here with various payloads. You don't need that. All you need is the inject.bin file. So that's all you need in the root of the USB thumb drive make sure that you safely remove the USB thumb drive. If you don't do that, you may have problems. Okay, so I'll take this out. And what I'll do now is put this into the USB rubber ducky and I'll cover it just to make it easier to handle. So cover it like that. So now I've got the USB rubber ducky with a payload, and all I need to do now is put it into a laptop and it'll run the inject.bin file. So I'll put it in here, and what you should notice is notepad starts up and some text is written. That's how you use the USB rubber ducky. This is pretending to be a keyboard once again, and is simply sending keystrokes to the laptop. Okay, so that was very basic. Let's do something more complicated. So on my Hack5 GitHub page, I've got a script here to turn off Windows Defender. So all this does is it's got some delays, presses the Windows key and R, waits a little bit, and then it runs a PowerShell to disable real-time checking of viruses. So in Windows, if I search for virus and threat protection settings, manage settings, this is off at the moment. What I'll do is turn that on. So that's now on, real-time protection is on. This is basically gonna turn it off. And a lot of cases you need administrative privileges to disable that. And we basically gonna send keystrokes to do that. So we're going to press the left key, press enter, delay a bit, and press Y to basically disable it. Okay, so I'll take this script, go back to the Duck Toolkit website, and click Paste, and select United States as my keyboard, and click Encode. And now I can download the files. Just before I do that, what I'll do is move the original payload file to a subdirectory. I'll download inject.bin and download my code. You don't obviously have to download the code, but I'll just do that so we've got that. So there's my ducky code. And here's the payload. So on the USB rubber ducky, I'll open this up, take the SD card out, put it into here, 
put it into my Windows laptop. Again, I'm doing everything on Windows here because most people use Windows laptops, but you could use Linux or Mac OS if you prefer. So I'll copy that and I'll delete this one and I'll paste this one in. You unfortunately can only run one payload. So as soon as you put the USB rubber ducky in, it's gonna run the payload that you specified here. You can't use multiple payloads. But when you use the OMG cable, like I demonstrated in this video once again, you can run multiple payloads. So you can remotely connect using a wireless access point to the cable and then get it to run multiple scripts. Yeah, you've got one chance. So I'll eject the thumb drive, take that out, put that into the USB rubber ducky, and let's close all these windows, but have the antivirus displaying. So at the moment you can see that real-time protection is on. Let's see what happens when I plug that in. So start something, something happens, notice that's off. So I've just got the USB rubber ducky to send keystrokes to the laptop to disable real-time protection. The reason I want to do that is when I run my reverse shell script, it won't work if Windows Defender is on. So the first thing I'm gonna do here is turn off Windows Defender as I've demonstrated, and then I'm gonna download a script from this website, the boss lol payload.ps1. So as I demonstrated in my previous video, that connects to this web server running on a Kali VM and then pulls down a script that sets up a reverse shell using Netcat. Now, a lot of people wanted to know how I did that. So I have added the simple HTTP put server code to GitHub here. This command, sudo python simple HTTP put server and a port number, let's say port 80, allows me to run the script if I've saved it with this file name. So going back onto Kali so that you can see that, I'll stop that script and clear the screen. Alice shows me this file. If I cat it, so cat simple HTTP put server, there is the script. I've put an edited version of this on GitHub because by default, I don't wanna use port 8080. I wanna use port 80. So the command that I'm using to run the script is this sudo python simple HTTP put server port 80. So there's the code. And what I'm doing in the background is running this payload.ps1 file. So the script that runs on the USB rubber ducky is basically gonna make a TCP connection to the boss.lol. That domain name resolves to this Kali Linux server here. It's gonna connect on port quadruple four. And the reason it's doing that is because I started netcat on that port number. So on GitHub, once again, I've put the code to start netcat. So all the code is here. That's the code that I'm using to start netcat. So basically this payload.ps1 script is pulled down by the USB rubber ducky and run, and this script initiates a session to netcat using 
this domain name and this port number. So on this Windows laptop, if I open up a CMD prompt and I do an NS lookup to the boss.lol, you'll notice it resolves to this IP address. And that's the IP address of this Kelly Linux server. The reason why that resolves is because I've got a local DNS server simply mapping that domain name to the server. You could be hosting this on the internet rather than using a local server like I've done here. So basically this script is gonna be pulled down by the USB rubber ducky. So here's that script. This is the script that we're gonna run on the USB rubber ducky. It once again is disabling Windows Defender and then it's gonna pull down that script and run it. So I'll just work through the logic again and then I'll show you all the steps. When you plug in the USB rubber ducky, it's gonna disable Windows Defender. It's gonna open up a PowerShell and download the script and run it. This script is this script, which I'm hosting on a web server. So this is the script, payload.ps1, that's running on a web server. I'm using a simple Python script to run a web server on my Kali virtual machine. And that's connecting to a netcat server that I enabled using this command. So I've got a web server and I've got netcat running on my Kali virtual machine. When we plug in the USB rubber ducky, it's gonna connect to the web server, pull down a script that then starts the reverse shell to netcat. Okay, so let's get that USB rubber ducky script. I'll copy that. Go to the duck toolkit website, go to encoder. I'll paste the script in here. Keyboard that I'm gonna use is United States. I'm gonna encode the script. Back in Windows, I'll delete the previous scripts. I'll download inject.bin and download the ducky code. That's once again, just a copy of the script that we created. The important piece now is to take inject.bin and I have to copy that onto my SD card. So I'll open up the USB rubber ducky. I'll take out the SD card. I'll put the SD card into this USB thumb drive, plug it in. Windows complains again. So once again, copy that USB thumb drive. I'll delete the previous script, paste this one in, and then make sure that you eject the USB device or USB thumb drive. Okay, so that's been done now. Back in Windows, I'll enable real-time protection just to prove the point. I'll plug this into the USB rubber ducky. There you go, ready for deployment. Now on Kali, I need to make sure that I'm running my Python server, which I am, and I need to make sure that Netcat is running, which I am. If I type DRR at the moment, nothing happens because there is no reverse shell connection to Netcat. But back on Windows, I'll plug this in. First thing that should happen is that real-time protection should be disabled which it is, and now what should happen is the reverse shell connection should be made. 
Now, it doesn't look like anything has happened here. I mean, we can see that's disabled. But what's happening in the background, if I open up Task Manager, is that a PowerShell session is running. And on Kali, a connection was made to the Kali virtual machine. So a device with this IP address, which is my Windows PC, did a get to get that script. And now in Netcat, notice I can see some output. So if I type cd root type drr, I'm in a Windows directory. So let's take this script, start Chrome, and I'll get Chrome to start up with a window that's maximized. So I'll paste that script in and notice Chrome has started up and the computer has browsed to my YouTube channel. Let's take another script. So, I mean, you can get it to do almost anything like I demonstrated in my previous video. Let's start Notepad. So a simple command like this, start Notepad. Notepad is started. What you can do is kill Notepad. So take this command, task kill, find Notepad and kill it. And there you go, Notepad has been killed. Now I won't bother repeating the entire previous video here. You can get a lot of the commands from my GitHub page. So as an example, there's Hack5. I show you various rubber ducky scripts that could be used with either the OMG cable or could be used with the USB rubber ducky. This one, as an example, allows you to copy all your Wi-Fi passwords to a web server. There are lots of options available with the rubber ducky. Have a look at Darren's GitHub page for a whole bunch of payloads, both for Windows and Mac OS and for Linux as an example. Okay, so hopefully you enjoyed this video. I've now shown you how to get started with the USB rubber ducky. You can buy the USB rubber ducky from Hack5 for about $50. If you enjoyed this video, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. Please like this video and please click on the bell to get notifications when I upload a new video. I'm David Bumble. want to wish you all the very best. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.